Hello there, and welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Brayden. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where we talk about Pokemon every week and read their Pokedex entries and discuss what we think of them and how dangerous they are uh, and how weird they are. Tell them it's a lot of fun. How we really feel. Yes, nothing but true opinions on this show. Straight from the heart. Um, last week we talked about Porygon Z, the uh, epic conclusion to the tragedy of uh, Porygon. <laughs> I guess. Epic it wasn't seems that epic, generous. <laughs> it was kind of a kind of fizzled out, I felt like. Mm, the tragic or, the tragic tale of the Porygon. Yeah. Um and this week we're talking about a new po- Pokemon, but before we do that, there was a Nintendo Direct video press release. A Pokemon Direct. Wasn't it like yeah. Pokemon specific? Yeah, it was only Pokemon. Yeah, one. they're going wild because E3 is coming up and they're just mm-hmm. doing all kinds of madness. Yes, but we learned some new things about Sword and Shield and I just wanted to touch on them quickly before we get into the meat and potatoes of the show. Um, so, first things up, they've introduced uh, a handful of new Pokemon mm-hmm. that are going to be... Specific to the Galar region, um, their first one was Wulu, which was a normal type uh, sheep-looking Pokemon. Uh, it's it's pretty much exactly a sheep. Yeah, it's, I mean it's a little it's a little round sheep. It's it's obscenely cute. Yeah, it's very good, and it um, it doesn't like conflict, and it'll avoid it just by kind of rolling away, which is very good. And I think it kind of follows the trend of like Sobble being a very kind of millennial Conflict generation avoidant Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah, Wulu's been embraced by the internet um immediately. Yes, uh, as as was Sobble, I think, in a similar way. Yes. Um, I think they'll make a good team. I Wulu unf- I mean, just from a like Pokemon nerd perspective, like, I love Wooloo. I don't know. There's a couple of different ways to approach Pokemon. There's the side of, like, this Pokemon is cute and I love it forever and I want it mm-hmm. to be on my team. And then there's the side of, like, that's a normal type, which is suboptimal. Yes, <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> I wish it wasn't a normal... Because, you know, like, back in the day, Generation 2, we had a sheep Pokemon that got to be electric, mm-hmm. but this yeah, one just has to be normal. I do... I was a little torn at when Wulu first appeared because, like, I do like Mareep a whole bunch, but yeah, it looks like I'm assuming that uh, so like every game has two kind of introductory normal normal flying type Pokemon. So there's like Pidgey and Rattata, mm-hmm. like Hootoot and Centret, and so on and so forth. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to heck- there's Talo and there's Zigzagoon, Zigzagoon, um, yeah. Yeah. What was the one that like turns into a weird private eye looking mongoose? Uh, young young goose and uh, picky peck. Um, yeah. Anyway. So, but you know, you have Wulu your two... seems like it might be that. Yeah, which I'm I'm very much into having a, a cool yeah. normal starter. I love I love the idea of like this one set in Britain, and so instead of having like yeah, there's little mice and rats everywhere, it's just like there's sheep crawling everywhere, <laughs> <laughs> infested with sheep that are just. 
being herded away from conflict. Yeah, just rolling. rolling around. Uh, There'll probably be some kind of sheepdog Pokemon. Yeah. I bet. Eh, we'll see. Maybe. I mean, they've, we'll they've already got some, like herdier and stuff, but... Um, okay, so next there was uh, Corviknight, which is a steel flying type. Uh, which, like uh, a big giant raven thing? Yeah, it's kind of... The, the Corv, like Corvus, or... Oh, whatever. right. Yeah, uh, that's... Uh, yeah. Looks very intense and angry, and I guess yes. a little little cooler than Skarmory, maybe. Um, according to some of the info on it, it said it's uh, uh, like an unrivaled air combatant, um, but also a taxi service. <laughs> yeah, I understand it's going to be your sort of fast travel method in mm-hmm. this game. Yep. It's I feel like they're doing the sword and shield thing it fits the theme by being like it has kind of like a medieval knight thing going yeah. on it's like mm-hmm. looks like it's wearing armor yeah thus steel type yeah it's i'm wondering if there's going to be a lot of steel types in this it's a so it's a giant armored crow that like everyone just uses to get around it looks kind of yeah. intimidating it seems yeah. weird that it's like this is all all of us travel <laughs> an unri- unrivaled air combatant and also a taxi service so it's like if you could just hire like harrier jets to like, <laughs> fly you around or whatever yeah if your uber and lifts were like tanks or something mm-hmm. yeah exactly uh, um there was also a new grass type revealed named gossifler which uh, is kind of a little, little bud with uh, some kind of cool it's hair. Yeah, it's just flower. like a flower with hair. Its body is just kind of like a little bouquet. It's yeah, it's like sp- a little stem and flower, and then a big thing of hair. Yeah, it's like, or if you took a flower and just kind of uh, separated the stem from the flower bit, like a little bit, and then like stuffed a face in there, <laughs> that's kind of costumeer. <laughs> Um, apparently it's got, uh, healing pollen, um, and it floats around, travels kind of like Hopip does, just on wind and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. it also evolves into, uh, Eldegoss, which is a big haired grass type with, uh, a bunch of like little seeds in it. It's got this little kind of cloak looking thing going on. Also uh, similar to like not Hopip, but um, Jumpluff. You know, Jumpluff, because it's got mm-hmm. the big white cottony thing. But it, yeah. this one, it looks more like a giant <laughs> Afro. <thing>. Yes. <laughs> Apparently, it's there to protect its head, and also the seeds in it are uh, very nutritious to eat. Mm, weird. Beneficial to people and Pokemon. Hey, it says. Uh, don't eat Pokemon. That's weird. But okay. <laughs> yeah, but but the seeds they produce doesn't yeah. hurt it. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then there was after those two Dreadnaw, the water rock, uh, big kind of angry guess, looking turtle thing. Yeah, snapping turtle thing. I, I like it. Yeah, apparently it can. It's got like a steel trap kind of for a, a head slash mouth, mm-hmm. uh, and it can bite through rock and iron, and it still kind of move fast even though it looks like a big big tortoise uh but apparently so, it's very very ornery and hard to yeah tame. i'm i'm here on the sword and shield website mm-hmm. and they're one of their little tool tips for dreadnought says 
putting a trainer's skills and morals to the test. <laughs> Dreadnought is known to be extremely vicious, and it takes a skilled trainer to tame and handle this Pokemon. It seems that some trainers will release Dreadnought back into the wild once they discover they can't handle it. Yeah, uh, what's... I, Whoa. I, didn't, I didn't notice the morals. Morals? <laughs> yeah. So basically, I don't I don't know, seems like why would why would they talk about morals unless they were saying like this Pokémon will kill some stuff if you don't know how to handle it. Or like uh you shouldn't try and capture this one. Uh, right. Yeah. It's like oh like you're a bad person if you try and force it, like if you try <laughs> and break it, like or like if you try and then are like I can't handle it and just release it. It's like people buying alligators and like flushing <laughs> them down the toilet or whatever the hell. Oh, shucks. You know that that urban legend. Yeah. I wonder Yeah, morals. Like, this Pokémon puts my morals to the test. I've never Excuse me. Considered myself to be I guess it's it feels bad to release a Pokémon, but if you can't handle it and it would be better off in the wild, like that doesn't seem like morally Yeah, that seems like the correct wrong. thing yeah. to do. <laughs> I'm so excited for my morals to be put to the test in this new Pokemon yes, game. By Dreadnought and hopefully others. <laughs> How delightful. Oh shucks. Um the last two Pokemon they revealed, which uh weren't they didn't have a lot of info on, were uh Zacian and Zamazenta. Uh, Zacian's the the dog with a sword in its mouth, and Zamazenta's the one with a shield for her face. Uh, yeah, those just are a the quick two legendaries. summary of the two legendaries. Two dogs with a sword and a shield. And it's like... Both they're... ridiculous for slightly different reasons. Yeah, they're, they're, they're cool doggos. They've got a very Digimon, uh, like Garumon vibe. Uh, but when I first saw them, I just was very... Um, I saw Zacian and I thought that looks like a real bummer to have a sword in your mouth all the time. All the time. <laughs> and Zamazenta looks like that shield is probably very heavy to be holding your head up with all the time. It's just like neither of them has the sword or shield especially well integrated into their design. No. <laughs> one of them is just holding it in its mouth and one of them has a weird big dumb shield for a face. Like, like I would have preferred like, you know... Uh... A humanoid one, like either holding these objects or like like Hone Edge, which is just like a literal sword. Is a sword, yeah. This like, this is pretty. It's pretty funny. I don't know. I'm it's, amused. <laughs> it's it's cool. I'm into it. Um, I'm I'm glad to see some Doggo legendaries back in the game. Uh, but yeah, I'm very curious as to what they're going to be fighting. Some kind of trebuchet or uh, I don't know. <laughs> bow and arrow yeah dog. it's the crossbow which was like the nuclear bomb of medieval times oh gosh don't you know but yeah apparently the sword can cut through anything and the shield can block anything so you know uh, immovable object unstoppable force all that um i will be getting shield face because it is the most pokemon red adjacent and that's that's where my now, goes. how do you figure it's the most Pokemon red adjacent? Because it's got the red coloring. And oh, Shield Sword does have the, the red blue. coloring. Okay, yeah. fair. Well, I guess that <laughs> guess that makes my decision for me. I have always been... I mean, I played Pokemon Blue. I played Pokemon Silver. Silver yep. And I had, played I had red, red and gold. gold. Yeah. So that's uh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's all appropriate. <laughs> Listen, I don't have a choice in the matter. That's, that's predetermined. <laughs> Pokemon made this choice for us. Yeah. 
Or my brother made it for me at Christmas when he got to pick which one he wanted or something. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> um, so those are all the Pokemon that showed up. There's a, a few new features. Uh, the main big feature <laughs> was the uh, oh, Dynamax thing, which uh, lets you supersize your Pokemon for battles and to catch supersized ones in raids. It's uh, it's like yeah, the mega evolution, like like very very big, like huge. Um, it's, so like uh, X and Y introduced mega evolutions. Uh, Sun and Moon introduced uh, Z moves. Both were very cool, and uh, Dynamax is cool too. But it feels kind of less inventive and more just like, yeah, we need something to be a big feature in this game, and this will be it, I guess. I guess it's drawing kind of from Pokemon Go too, where like you have the raid battles and you fight like the big version. Yeah, I guess so. They did kind of um, do that, and they were like, "Hey, why not this always?" Yeah, and you can catch them and have your own, and it's like, okay, that's that's cool, I guess. Um, I don't really want my Sobble to turn into a Kaiju, though. Like, I I don't think I need that. Uh, I don't I'm... know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <I'm> maybe. <down>. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, it'll be interesting. Um, I'm very curious to, because you see them do like a big gym battle where you have two Super Dynamax Pokemons going at it. But I'm very curious. I would love to have a battle in a in a gym where like they Dynamax their Pokemon, but I I don't do it for mine. It's just uh-huh. uh, just a normal size one versus a huge one. Um, it's very very weird. Very interesting. It's uh looks like a a way they're going to incorporate like raid battle multiplayer things like there's just going to be giant pokemon kind of appearing across the open world map um which sounds really cool like you're walking along and then you see just like a building sized pokemon wandering around that's pretty yeah. rad mm-hmm. i do i'm not personally super psyched about like you need to interact with other players in order yeah. to access all of the features of this game. Cause yeah, like cause not th- all of us have other Pokemon players around, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing about Pokemon. Like it's always had a multiplayer aspect to it, but it's never felt like a multiplayer game. Like you only ever needed to connect with other people to like, you know, do extraneous stuff, like complete the Pokedex or like, you know, have some fun battles or something. Um, but this feels like it's if you like want to enjoy this really the game yeah I if you really want to enjoy this with. this cool part of the game you you need to have friends and that's that's something but i'm i'm hoping that's not so absolutely necessary um but talking a little bit more about the overworld it looks like they've got this kind of free camera where you can just kind of move around the world and rotate the camera which is really weird it's always been a kind of top down narrow game focus um i'm i'm curious if uh there's just like not even like roots out there anymore if they're if, like mm. the roots are separate from like a kind of like open open world wild yeah like you map. wander out into this field and there are a lot of different areas you can access from it rather than yeah. being like a path Mm-hmm. that'll be interesting i i feel like because the, they've always done the roots thing but then they always try to like mix it up a little bit and be like well you have to go back here now and get this power and i think if they just like let that go and be open world it might actually end up being a little bit less confusing sometimes yeah. you know hmm. definitely i'm i'm very because yeah it's always felt very 
kind of ra- railroaded. Like you can, yeah, definitely. It's time for you to go to this town now or this town, and I think that was very uh, noticeable in, in Sun and Moon, and maybe they're trying to move away from that in this one. Right. Yeah. We'll see. Um, I mean, especially since it's like it's on the Switch. Yeah. It's got they've got more sort of like hardware capability than they used to. They're gonna try mm-hmm. some new crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, there's also, uh, like a Rotom smartphone looks like, which I guess we're just putting Rotom in anything and your, your phone is also yeah. your Pokedex, which makes total sense, but kind of bums me out. I've always liked having like a separate Pokedex, preferably one that's not sentient, but you know, I like They that. have kind of shifted to just like Rotom is the Pokedex. Yeah. You know. Right. Um... There's a few things about uh, the Galar region too. Like uh, it seems to go be going a little more in the Rhyme City direction, where Pokemon like have jobs and stuff. Like you see a little Badu, which is kind of like a secretary at some corporate office, which is very cute. <laughs> um, they have these big, huge stadiums for like gym battles and stuff that I guess accommodate Dynamax, but also gives a very kind of uh, like English football vibe. Yeah, and it's something I'm excited to see in one of the mainline games because they always talk like these Pokemon battles are the are a big deal, and in the anime mm-hmm. it's always in stadiums, and in the games it always feels like you're just fighting the Elite Four in these like yeah. secluded rooms where no one sees, you know? Right. This this feels like they've got the assets and stuff to make it feel like a big deal when you're battling yeah, exactly. an important trainer, which is awesome. Um, gosh, and that's that's most of the new stuff we got from the video. There was a uh, I guess they talked a little bit more about some of the starters. Um, well, but... and also, I mean, did we mention that there are going to be, like, random encounters in Tall Grass, but also Pokemon yeah. just wandering around in the wild? Did we say that? Um, yeah, we didn't. Um, I'm very curious how that's going to play. Um, I'm I'd, really I'd... excited that they are at least keeping that feature a little bit. Yeah, I do. I do want to see them running around the world and stuff. But that maybe they run around in like the open wilds and like then the like the separate routes and stuff there. Yeah, maybe. It didn't look like they run out like your Pokemon runs around outside of its ball with you though, which is which unfortunate. Is um, but yeah, I guess there's that's most of it. There was a there's a little scene of the trainer uh, fist bumping a score bunny, which is what I'm assuming happens when you pick score bunny, which means I'm assuming that when you pick Sobble, it gives you like a timid handshake or something. And then when you pick Groupie, it just hits you in the face with its stick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's, that's the gist of it. We'll, we'll talk more as they reveal new Pokemon, I guess. Um, and then we'll talk more about them when they get actual episodes probably, but uh, very exciting stuff, I would say. Um, yeah, I'm 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 excited about a lot of the the choices they're making here. Mm-hmm. You know, the Dynamax thing could be better, but but I, I'm mostly excited about like Pokemon being visible out in the wild mm-hmm. and like the sort of free camera thing seems cool. And like, yeah, it looks like they're really trying to take advantage of the Switch as much as they can. Yeah, it's good. But uh, on to the regular show with its uh, much smaller proportions this week um, <laughs> as as we talk about a new pokemon whose name is Caterpie 
and you know, it's uh one of the one of the first, one of the first bug Pokemon. Those one of the first games. Pokemon at all. Yeah, uh, astoundingly, we are here. We are with another generation one Pokemon. Mm-hmm. We get so many. I feel like, and it's yeah. it definitely randomly generated. Farfetch'd was the only one that wasn't randomly generated. Yeah, there, there, there will be a, a reckoning. I'm sure. Yes, like... there's going to be like a Gen four reckoning where yeah. all of a sudden we don't. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, but uh, Caterpie is number ten. It's a number ten. It's a bug type Pokemon. It is somewhat oddly known as the Worm Pokemon. <laughs> uh, its height is uh, one inch, about uh, like 0.3 meters, and it weighs 6.4 pounds, um, which is pretty big for a caterpillar. Wait, 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 wait. 1.3 meters is one foot, not one inch. It's one foot. Oh, it's one foot. Yeah. Whoops. Wow. So yeah, it's, it's a, a pretty big. It's a big caterpillar. It's a hefty worm. Like you could cradle that kind of like a baby, uh, <laughs> if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, it let, it wants up. Let it. <laughs> yeah, it well. is cute, kinda. I guess <laughs> its original sprite looks very angry and grumpy, and I remember mm. that from the original games, and I remember not wanting it because of that. Because it was mad. <laughs> well, because it it's little. Um, it's got this little. There's a name for it, but these kind of antenna stock thing. Yeah, but there's in, a scientific in, term for it. But yeah, in, it's in just the, like a weird T coming out of its head. Yeah, antenna in, thing. In the early, uh, in the first, its original sprite, the there's just not enough detail there, so it just kind of looks like a really angry eyebrow. Um, yeah, and you can't really see the full like spherical nature of its kind of mouth part, and it just looks like a really angry frown. It's just, it looks like a very grumpy Pokemon. But it does look like an angry frown. I never saw it that way. That's good. <laughs> it's very it's very much not that though. It's very Right. Cute. Especially like in all subsequent pictures of it, it's just like a weird little caterpillar. Yeah, it's got these big cute eyes. It's got this kind of segmented body with the little nubbins for legs. Um yep. It's very clearly inspired by uh, a caterpillar known as the Asian Swallowtail, I would say. Yeah, um, definitely. Got this kind of segments and the little... It's got ex- the little eye spots. Blub. And the um, weird antenna thing, which I was just reading about. It apparently is supposed to both frighten predators because it looks kind of like a tongue in combination mm-hmm. with the eye spots. And also it stinks in yeah. a way that upsets like ants and stuff. It can emanate some stank for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it does bother me that they call it the worm Pokemon when its name and... is Caterpie. Yeah, clearly yeah. derived from caterpillar. It's got little feet. It looks like a caterpillar. Like mm, that's not a worm. No, that's yeah. a caterpillar. Worms, worms are very different because they're they're not even insects. They're is there. A worm Pokemon that is just like an earthworm. I mean, there's Wormple and like Weedle, but those are both like they very both have... caterpillar-like, yeah, or insect-like. Uh, there's Onyx. That's more like a snake, uh, I guess. Onyx is a big worm. <laughs> he tunnels through the earth, <laughs> and it's made of rocks, yeah, just I mean, like an earthworm. And when you cut him, cut him in half, it turns the two Onyx. <laughs> you get two Onyx. <laughs> Gross. Uh. Gosh, yeah, I don't, I don't think there is an actual Pokemon that's like just a worm. That'd be do it. 
Pokemon Company, you yeah. cowards. Make worms, you cowards. Make it cute. <laughs> Make me a cute, disgusting worm. Yes. Uh, if anyone can do it, they can. Yeah, it's true. Um, names pretty... Oh yeah, so we've got our we've got our other language um, in English Caterpie. In Japanese, the translation is Caterpie. German, it's Raupi. Raupi. And French is Chenipan. Chenipan. I like mm-hmm. I like that one. Chenipan. It's a uh, it's very elegant sounding for yeah. a very. Uh, I mean, inelegant looking Pokemon. <laughs> right, yes. It doesn't seem like it should have a French name. <laughs> it's just not not fancy enough for that. No. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's uh, the gist of it. Uh, I guess some other little side notes. It's the first Pokemon that Ash catches in the anime. Whoa. Um, it evolves very quickly, like a lot of bug Pokemon do. Mm-hmm. Um and it's very cute. Yeah, the the bug Pokemon Caterpie and Weedle are like seemingly there to basically teach you about evolution in the game because yeah. you get to like stage the final stage of its evolution by like level twelve or something like that. Yeah, and, and bugs in in particular, like cater, caterpillars and stuff, were very clearly an inspiration for right. the, the idea of the game. And so, like, uh, like Caterpie, like it's not even. Like it, it turns into a cocoon when it evolves, and then it evolves again and turns into a butterfly, which is just like that's just there's nothing even that's fa- just nature fantastic. That's just like regular nature, yeah. He's just uh, a foot tall. Yeah. <laughs> so like you know, the gamified bugs, and then kind of expanded that out to other animals and stuff, which right. is where the real fun comes in. But yeah, so let's let's get into Caterpie and find out what makes it tick. Okay, our first entry, we got the same one for red and blue. It says, Its short feet are tipped with suction pads that enable it to tirelessly climb slopes and walls. Or sneak into banks and burgle them. (laughs) Mission Impossible style. (laughs) Little suction pads. Tirelessly climb is uh, interesting. Yeah, that is it. A very uh, sort of specific inclusion there. It can just keep climbing forever because suction means you don't have to exert any energy. I don't know. I think also it is, well, no, it is a foot tall. I was going to say something about it like it's just a bug, so it doesn't weigh very much. So it's not as hard to like keep itself up. But yeah, it weighs, I don't know, six and a half pounds. That's not that much. It's not nothing. It's not nothing, though. Yeah. So um, a, a, a sturdy little caterpie, little yeah. caterpillar, he can he can climb tirelessly. Yeah, it's a very very endurance uh, built looks like, um, but nothing nothing too interesting right off the bat. Though though it's just kind of like yeah, it's if you if you first encounter this in red and blue, you just be like oh it's a big caterpillar, like that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, it it is interesting because its legs, its its feet do just look like little spheres, you mm-hmm. know. But apparently, yeah. those are they have suction pads. Sure, I buy it. Yeah, you can climb walls. <laughs> 
Our next entry is uh, from Yellow Version, and it says, If you touch the feeler on top of its head, it will release a horrible stink to protect itself. Ah, there's, there the, there's the juicy stuff. Mm, juicy stink. It's got it's got a stink protector, you know, much like a skunk or other bugs, um, like like the Asian swallowtail that we talked about. Its little mm-hmm. feeler will also emanate stink. Uh, to also, uh, we were we were grasping for the technical scientific name for that, and uh, feeler is feeler what works. We were that for. works well enough for me. <laughs> um. It's a horrible stink. A horrible stink. Which makes it a lot less cute. I don't know. Yeah. I guess You could cradle it like a baby and pet it and stuff, but if you accidentally touch its feeler, then it's gonna make a horrible stink. Yeah, and it looks like the feeler's like always out too, so yeah. it's always ready to stink up the place. Uh which is a little a little worrisome. Um yeah, and it, it says if you touch the feeler on top of its head, it will release a horrible stink. You know, very another one of those absolute kind of entries where it's like, yeah, if you do this, it doesn't this, have this a choice happen. in the matter. It is going to do the stink. Yeah, it's like, yeah, <laughs> it must be this like uh like an auto response kind of just protective yeah trait reflex, it has reflexive, which it's very. Makes it very scary to, to hold, even though I really want to, to hold it. And, but yeah, um, probably yeah, probably useful in battle. I would imagine. Uh, it but, is interesting that it only happens once you touch it. You yeah. know, it can't like preemptively, defensively release the stink. No. You have to, yeah, you got to actually touch the feeler yeah, before it gets that it, worked up. It never portrays any like any type of this ability in the games at all like there's no stink move from Caterpie really uh, more yeah no I'm trying have, to think but... of some it might learn like well the thing is it just it evolves so fast like, yeah it I'm has thinking of moves that it learns but it's like those are moves that Butterfree learns you know yeah like it could learn some poison moves maybe but like yeah, it, it it's might poison learn, powder like, has Butterfree poison powder but... or something yeah. yeah so there's there's something going on in there, but nothing that I can really utilize aside from a reflex, I guess. Yeah. Uh, gosh. Our next entry is Gold Version, which says, For protection, it releases a horrible stench from the antenna on its head to drive away enemies. Okay. Right, so maybe so, it can do it without being touched. Yeah. That's this what... sounds like it is like it just does it when it yeah. wants to for protection. This could maybe be a later entry. Maybe yellow um, oak was just kind of you know poking the antenna. <laughs> it's like, well, oh, it stinks. Um, don't touch that. Don't touch that. It makes it stink. It was just like <laughs> it was fine with oak until he poked its feeler, and then it was like, hey, knock it off. Yeah, and then you know, Pokemon Gold. We've got Professor Elm actually, you know, observing Pokemon in the wild, uh, <laughs> being a little bit more of an actual scientist. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it can drive away enemies, which is which is interesting. Like, I like the idea of a a, a Spiro coming in for a a peck, and it just stinks oh, it. Thank you. Gets gets out Too of there. Too stinky. Which is uh, it's a pretty good defense mechanism, I would say, for a caterpillar. Um, yeah, this is another one of those ones where it's just like, so far at least, 
it's just out in the wild being like basically an animal and like it has some abilities but they're not like crazy world destruction you know yeah. it's just like yeah it just kind of stinks mm-hmm. <laughs> like, seems like it might be kind of a nuisance like if one got into your house you'd be mm. like what did that smell there's a caterpie in here oh god <laughs> and something's touching its antenna <laughs> Like, uh, we used to get stink bugs in my house when I was a little kid every now and again. Yeah. And they just kind of smell like, it's not that, like, heinous. It smells like old apples or something, you know? Mm. It's just, like, kind of weird smelling. Yeah. But I could definitely be like, what do I smell? Oh, there's a caterpie in here. There's a foot-long <laughs> worm in my house. <laughs> I Yeah, I would probably leave the, leave the building. <laughs> freak out. It's the caterpie's house now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, gross. Put it under a, a bucket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, well... Yeah, not not too much, I guess. Just a little more... Uh, Stink detail. Details on the, on the stench. Uh, well, Silver Version says its feet have suction cups designed to stick to any surface. It tenaciously climbs trees to forage. Tirelessly and, and tenaciously. tenaciously. It's getting and those trees to any forge. surface. Any surface. Um, Seems a little more impressive. Yeah. Like, I guess define surface, but still, that's, that's pretty cool. It can just kind of climb anything. I like that the red and blue version was just like, yeah, it has suction cups. It can climb walls. Mm-hmm. And silver version is essentially saying the same thing, but making Caterpie sound like a hero for doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, just, oh, look at tenacious Caterpie climbing just... that tree to forage. What a hero. <laughs> it can stick to any surface. Yeah, I guess trying to kind of uh, hero-fy, like, you know, it's, it's a Pokemon, though. So, like, it's it's a little above and beyond what a normal yeah. Caterpillar can we do. you got to jazz it up a little bit. Yeah. So, not only will it, t- like, tirelessly climb trees and slopes just nonstop, it'll it'll do it with a, a, det- a determination and a spring in its step, I guess. Yeah, it's a real, it's a real go-getter. <laughs> Gotta eat that food. <laughs> Gotta eat that food. So good. Oh, jeez. Okay, well. The suction cup's designed to stick to any surface brings me even more in mind of a sort of Mission Impossible style <laughs> heist bug that can, like, yeah. pull all kinds of moves. Or some Team Rocket member who's just got a, a cat, like, four Caterpie taped to their <laughs> hands and legs. <laughs> Caterpie gloves and boots. Yeah. <laughs> Go, Caterpie! <laughs> oh, man. I could absolutely seeing that be see that be an actual episode of the anime. And then, yeah. like, yeah. They're in a dangerous spot, and the Caterpie all simultaneously let go and or drop evolve them. into Metapod and just yeah. slide off the side of the building, <laughs> just to harden. Yeah. Ugh. But okay, that's uh, some more some more suction cup info, I guess. Uh, I would like to have a GIF of the scene from that Mission Impossible movie where Tom Cruise is climbing the building. And mm. except it's Caterpie, and so he keeps like slipping off, and they keep being like Caterpie and like letting go. <laughs> and he's got to train his Caterpie better. Yeah, God. Or do the moral thing and. I was going to say his morals have been tested and found wanting. Oh, uh, gosh. Mission um, Impossible. <laughs> Dang it. 
<laughs> I was trying to think of another one, but uh. I think you got it in one. Um, all right, Crystal Version. Crystal Version says, it crawls into foliage where it's ca- it camouflages itself among leaves that are the same color as its body. Classic bug behavior, I would mm-hmm. say. Very um, classic cater- caterpillar move. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, kind of... Um, I thought I thought this tenacious, stinky bug was a little more confident, but I guess it's got to hide in the camouflage mm. uh, for praise that it can't dissuade with its stinkiness or its tenacity. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the fact remains that if you just ignore the stink and its ability to climb, like, it is still just a big caterpillar. You know, it's got to yeah. be vulnerable to, to predation. Definitely. Um, you can see, like, the Asian swallowtail looks very much like the exact color and texture of a leaf. Um, mm-hmm. And Caterpie doesn't have quite that same kind of texture to it because it's, it's, it's an anime bug. Yeah. Uh, they don't but, really go in for that level of detail, but it's got that, the, the coloring, which you could definitely hide in some, some grass. Although I don't think it can retract its antenna feeler thing. So that might stick out. Um, but yeah, big orange T cross. Seems like kind of a giveaway. Yeah. I guess maybe that could be seen as like a stem of a dried leaf or something. Mm-hmm. Or something that hopefully everyone knows is stinky and should be avoided. But mm-hmm. That's just know. a bunch of leaves and a stink thing. Yeah, no thank you. No thanks. I will go eat this sharp weedle instead. <laughs> <laughs> this other explicitly poisonous Pokemon. Uh, but, okay. Um. Next entry is our our favorite friends, Ruby and Sapphire, <laughs> which says, Caterpie has a voracious appetite. It can devour leaves bigger than its body right before your eyes. <laughs> From its antenna, this Pokemon releases a terrifically strong odor. The, the right before your eyes... It's so unnecessary, but so <laughs> lovely that they edited it anyway. <laughs> like, there's just so much more like gravitas. spice. They they like, like brought their A game to Ruby and Sapphire <laughs> so much more clearly than any of like what happened. <laughs> They're so good. Um, okay, step by step, it's got a voracious appetite um, to match its tenacious climbing. I'm sure mm-hmm. um, it can devour leaves bigger than its. Body. Can you imagine eating like a tortilla, like bigger than you? Yeah. <laughs> like, also, Caterpie's a foot tall. This is a big leaf. Yeah, it is. Um, but it's it's got that voracious appetite, and it'll it'll do it right in front of you too while you. Yeah, I like that sentence starts with like it can devour leaves bigger than its body, and I'm assuming that it's going to say like in under a minute or something like that. Yeah, but it's just like no, right in front of you. Have you seen Caterpie's Twitch channel where it just eats real big leaves? <laughs> It's like, hey, hey fam, I'm going to eat this really big leaf. It's like two Caterpies big. Uh, here I, I go. I ashamed. Here we go. Uh, and, uh, and also, it's got a terrifically strong odor that it will release. Just terrific. We've, we've got uh, horrible stink. Um, and there was another one, wasn't there? Horrible stink, horrible stench, terrifically strong odor. Mm-hmm. are the terms we've used so far. But I like... It's a terrifically strong odor has less kind of negative implications to it, which I kind of yeah. like for some reason. Um, it's, again, I feel like it's just painting Caterpie as, like, more <laughs> heroic, 
Like, yeah. look how strong it is. <laughs> I'd like to see you produce an odor half as strong as this caterpillar. <laughs> or climb a tree with an ounce of its tenacity. Oh, gosh. Can you eat a leaf bigger than your body? I thought not. Yeah, f- fart as hard as you want. It'll never match this caterpillar's terrifically strong odor. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, well, let's 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 take it down a notch then. I guess we need to we need to, we need to come down. From... Well, okay. Fire red, fire red says it's covered with a green skin. When it grows, it sheds the skin, covers itself with silk, and becomes a cocoon. Uh, or uh, translation. It's green and it's a caterpillar. <laughs> Have you noticed? Yeah. I don't know why it would need. It sheds the skin. Yeah. And then covers stuff. itself with silk? Sure. So before evolving, you've got like a weird skinless caterpie <laughs> pile. Yeah. Its skin it looks pretty silk. pretty attached, like pretty part of it, like mm. little, like armor segments there, but like, ah, eh, get rid of it. I, I would silk. have thought that it would cover itself with silk, and then... Did you know that cater- caterpillars actually, like, when they're in the ca- cocoon, they, like, dissolve into goo. Oh, yeah. And then, like, reform. It's bizarre. Oof. Yeah, I would, I would imagine it would at least, like, shed in the cocoon, and then, like, turn, right. the, turn the skin into Rather goo or something, and then eat Shedding that. its skin and just being like, ah! <laughs> coating itself itself. There's a there's a split second uh, right before your caterpie evolves where you can see it and it's naked. What's wrong form. with my caterpie? <laughs> oh God! And then it just uh, it starts glowing. Turns into metabolic. It's, it's evolving. Oh jeez. It always does that thing in the games where it's like done, 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 and it mm-hmm. just shows them like flickering. Like yeah. that's what's happening at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's shedding mm-hmm. its skin and covering itself in silk. And you don't need to see that. Yeah, we're just gonna obscure that for you because <laughs> your character's always like, "What? Yeah. Caterpie is evolving. Like what? <laughs> its skin came. Oh God! <laughs> oh no! Evolution uh, is beautiful and terrifying. Indeed. Uh, but yeah, it's uh. It becomes a cocoon, I guess it says, which, you know, they could just say it evolves, but mm-hmm. that's that's basically what happens. It's, same, it's, same. It evolves into Metapod, which is a cocoon with eyeballs, mm-hmm. basically. Um, this uh, is our first uh, mention that it is capable of producing silk. Mm-hmm, that's that's true, and it's very... One of like the moves it starts with is String Shot, and it's very mm-hmm. kind of one of Caterpie's core moves. Um, it seems to, I mean, in the entries, it sounds like it only uses it to produce a cocoon. Mm-hmm. So I guess string shot is it just trying to cocoon you, <laughs> turn you into butterfly. Yes, it wants friends. <laughs> oh, gosh, string shot, what a worthless move. What a completely worthless move. <laughs> oh, gosh. Better pee, you're worthless. Okay, well... What else we got? We got Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum, which says it releases a stench from its red antenna to repel enemies. It grows by molting repeatedly. Oh, not just the one time before cocooning. So it sheds its skin a lot. Maybe maybe it's like, yeah, molting skin shedding is not like leaving behind 
open tissue. <laughs> like there's another layer of skin underneath. Yeah. I mean, there's it's these okay. little gaps between like the segments on it where you just see kind of black nothingness, darkness. <laughs> the the inner caterpie, uh, which I, I guess there's just more of the same stuff under there, but mm-hmm. smaller or more something. layers, Once more layers grows, of caterpie. It just kind of molts. Uh, but yeah. I guess that's that's the main takeaway is that it it, it from this one it it, it molts repeatedly, um, mm-hmm. so it gets so it starts the the average you know height or length of it is is a foot but maybe they they start off pretty small and get to that and point get bigger yeah before they evolve. Um, also, is an antenna I guess fewer yeah, antenna same same I they've, guess they've alternated between the two and. We'll never know the true answer, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think feeler is just someone not knowing how to say yeah. antenna. Which, although antenna are kind of different things than this That's true. stink organ. More like sensory organs, whereas this appears to just be like stink eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, that would be horrible <laughs> to have. <laughs> um, okay. Our next oh, entry no. is uh, Sun... When attacked by bird Pokemon, it resists by releasing a terrifically strong odor from its antenna, but it often becomes their prey. It doesn't work! Oh, man! <laughs> no, the tenacious Caterpie! They even included that it was terrifically strong, but, like, not strong enough. <laughs> yeah, Birds don't birds, care. Birds gotta eat. <laughs> birds ain't worried. Oh, no. Often becomes their prey. That's the first instance that... We've we've had of it maybe not working because it says it drives away enemies and it I know. protects itself. It spent the first two thirds of these entries talking about all of the various defense mechanisms that it has in place, and now they're like, by the way, sorry to say it, but it usually doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, welcome welcome to Sun and Moon, um, <laughs> Caterpie's prey. Welcome to the real world. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Well, that's a that's a real bummer because. I thought Caterpie was a real hero. I mean, it's a real zero. (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason. There's a reason that it has to have all of these different defense mechanisms because individually they're not very effective. They just need as much as you can get Mm -hmm. because it's still just a soft little worm. Yep. So it it can stink away people, and it can uh, camouflage and climb into hopefully safer spaces. So Mm -hmm. all of these combined. I guess allow the the most tenacious of Caterpie to survive and turn into Metapod, the ultimate safe. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon. It seems like camouflage is probably the best bet against the bird Pokemon because yeah. the odor is apparently not doing it. Yeah, and hopefully, yeah, hopefully, if it finds you through the camouflage, it'll maybe be bothered enough by smell that it it isn't that hungry and will find something else to eat. <laughs> Good luck out there, Caterpie. Uh, Sounds like it's a tough, a tough go. Yeah, that's rough. Okay, well, maybe maybe we can save it. Moon says it's easy to catch and grows quickly, making it one of the top recommendations for novice Pokemon trainers. Sure, um, it's one of the first ones you encounter in the games. It- it evolves super quickly, super like quick. by level ten. You encounter a lot of other Pokemon trainers using it. Yeah, um, 
And also, uh, you're saving it from a life of being food. <laughs> of pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like how they're saying it's easy to catch, and they're clearly referring to Pokemon trainers, but also, it's easy for other Pokemon to catch <laughs> and eat. <laughs> yeah, and it probably wants to get caught by trainers, because that's a lot safer like you have to yeah, do battle. That is and better. Stuff. You'll get I'm much more maybe, likely to survive not if I get, get caught by a trainer. Yeah. <laughs> Unless like Team Rocket is finds out you're a delicacy or so, delicacy or something. Uh, <laughs> oh no. Probably not. Like it stinks all the time. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Just, ugh. No, I I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about uh, how you how you can make a, a caterpie edible. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh. no. Um. <laughs> But, so I feel like every time previously that we've been talking about Pokemon and I've been we've been like, oh, it has prey or, you know, talked about the notion. I've always pointed to like, it's just out there eating Caterpies. Like mm-hmm. Caterpie has always been the prey Pokemon in yeah. my mind. And I feel super validated. Yeah. By this. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's the food Pokemon. They should have named it that. Yeah, the prey Pokemon. Instead of, instead of the worm Pokemon. Food uh, Pokemon. You've one of the pictures you put in here is from the anime or from the, ma- the manga, and it's just like it's just crying and looking <laughs> weak, like oh, oh shucks, defenseless. Oh, I'll, I'll save you, Caterpie. Put you in my computer where no one can eat you. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So Ultra Sun says perhaps because it would like to grow up quickly. It has a voracious appetite, eating a hundred leaves a day. Perhaps because it doesn't want to get eaten. <laughs> yeah, it's in a precarious state all the time, and it's like I gotta, I gotta level up real quick. Yeah, like, I guess also eating maybe allows you to gain levels. Like the whole like, oh, I just, I just wish I could grow up, you know, and stop being a kid so much. Like, nah, Caterpie just Caterpie wants to survive. Like, yeah, it's eating it to evolve so it can doesn't just want to be a big kid. <laughs> Ultra Sun? What do you think this is? <laughs> I mean, it would like to grow up quickly. That's true. Eating a hundred leaves a day. I really appreciate the specificity there. <laughs> it eats precisely one hundred leaves each day. And no how, more, how many days no to evolve does that take? How many leaves? Is that like five hundred leaves and you can evolve? Uh... Yeah, so like each leaf is like one one hundredth of a rare candy. <laughs> gosh it's too bad there's no rare candy just hanging out in the wild that it could be eating instead it can eat leaves that are bigger than itself mm. but it only eats 100 leaves a day so a caterpie that lives in an environment with bigger leaves gets more food mm. if you're eating sure. small leaves you only get 100 yes because it has it counts it has to have 100 every day yeah it's very particular professor kukui whoever counted he's like all right there's one two there's caterpie that would be a pretty wild discovery if you like <laughs> had a caterpillar and you just put a pile of leaves in there and then you're like it only eats a hundred leaves ever every time <laughs> <laughs> no no more no less if i give it less it it releases a terrible stink until i give it more <laughs> Ugh, gosh caterpie you weirdo <laughs> It just wants I'm, to grow up. I'm excited about our final entry here. Yeah, I think yeah, you're talking about uh, validating your yeah. yourself. This is this will Ultra do it. Moon is is telling it 
real real harsh here. Uh, its body is soft and weak. In nature, its perpetual fate is to be seen by others as food. No. Oh, God. Its body Not is so soft and weak. Not so now, huh? End sentence. That's it. <laughs> its body is soft and weak. <laughs> oh, shucks. <laughs> I don't want to make it tackle people then. <laughs> the early Pokemon scientists from back in the day were, like, pretty impressed with its capabilities. But by the time you get to Ultra Moon, it's just like, this thing is... Soft and weak. You are food, Caterpie. You are nothing. In nature. The very like Hobbesian sort of like in the in the grim world of nature, it is only seen by others as food. Oh gosh. Very stinky food, but easy easy food, I guess. Um which is kinda wild to think about because it's it's a big it's a big bug. Um Yeah. Like a Spiro or a Pidgey. Is are, a similar size, I would yeah, think. Yeah, like maybe even smaller. Um, uh, I guess maybe it's bigger, like maybe it's Pidgeotos and Fieros coming after it, but still. That's a lot of food. That's a that's a hefty meal. Um, you get past that stink, then you're eating for days. Yep. <laughs> Gosh. Perpetual fate. Yeah. Like, that, that a, very much It's very damning. Makes it, it's just... <laughs> yeah. And like... It has a connotation of like this will never change <laughs> until it evolves. Until um, it evolves, Caterpie yeah. will always be food. That's so. That's so tragic. Because it's so I mean, tenacious, it can climb walls tirelessly. <laughs> it's out there doing its best to get out of its soft and weak state. You know. Yeah. Like like at everyone. least that. But. It's trying. It's but it's just. Everyone's trying to eat them. Everyone's got to It's it's not a poison type. It's it's safe to eat. I can't eat the yeah. weedles. They're sharp and poison. Uh, uh poor Caterpie. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's all our entries for Caterpie, the the perpetual food <laughs> Tragically. Pokemon. Um, uh, I think the scales are pretty clear. I'm. I could maybe see a two on danger because of the stink, but the stink's not really dangerous. Like, I, I don't think so. I think it's I, just a one and one, right? I think it's a one and one because, like, yeah, not human. It's a bug. Mm-hmm. I. And it's very much a bug. Like very... the stink isn't dangerous. No, you're right. I was gonna say like it's got all these defense mechanisms, but like none of them are effective. Yeah. Or... Like, you know, Nidoran female will will kill you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is Pe- uh yeah. This is just there gonna... are poison Pokemon. This not so much. This might ruin your day, but that's uh that's about it, fortunately, for Caterpie. Sorry, Caterpie. Maybe next time. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, its body will at least no longer be soft. It'll that's... probably still be weak. Yes. But its body is hard and weak. Yeah, uh, just a uh, a preview of next week. <laughs> we uh, said stink a lot in this one. We'll probably say hard a lot in the oh next. Oh man, one. harden, stiffen. Uh, gosh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be good. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess that pretty much wraps it up for for Caterpie. Um, I don't think that we've gotten one like quite so overtly 
sort of pathetic yeah. yet, you know? Like, Yanma was kind of uh, plain, Swoobat was a little meh, but, like, nothing they so... They had, like, but, some yeah. stuff going for them, Definitely. you know? Um, the most uh, we can get of a Caterpie, like, for a tool is, you know, suction cup <laughs> climbing or something. Yeah, suction absurd. cup gloves. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think... I, I still like Caterpie. I think it's a really kind of cute design, very kind of uh, taking clear inspiration from nature and making it into a, a cool little Pokemon pal, even though it's pathetic and weak and food. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of those those classic uh, Gen 1 Pokemons. It's just... Uh, it's iconic. Yeah. it's, it's Despite its weakness. And low place on the food chain. It's... Uh, mm-hmm one of the classics uh, and you know in a game where a lot of uh, Pokemon are like grass and poison or bug and poison or bug and anything else this one's it's just a bug like I like that it's very uh, yeah I kind of yeah I always have a, a certain appreciation for the sort of uh, pure mm-hmm. the pure ones yeah so uh, keep on trucking Caterpie um, your, your tenacity inspires me um, in spite of your soft, weak body. Your high uh, failure rate. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so I guess uh, join us uh, next episode when we talk about Caterpie's evolution, Metapod. Um, and, yeah, and I think that'll be a lot of fun. I hope. It could, I hope. Be, it could be super boring. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, fighting against Metapod was often super boring, mm-hmm. but hopefully the entries will have some more for us. Yes. Um, God, do you remember just like tackling a Metapod uh, like 65 times? Yes. Like, it's like, I could just run away, but it's got more experience and I can get a higher level. And then, yeah, and then you beat it and you get like no experience. Yeah. It's just like, uh, why did I do this? Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, thank you to uh, Pokemon DB for collecting all this info for us that we use. Um, thank you to Pokemon for releasing a new game this year, uh, November 15th, <laughs> available on Switch. Uh, and uh, yeah, my name is Brayden. My name is Will. Go beyond the ball. Bug that couldn't. <laughs>